You've tuned in to Naturopathic Earth Radio and Holistic Health News, where you get the latest on medical cover-ups, government malfeasance, toxins being put in our food and home, as well as sound, clean eating principles. We are here to cast a light on what the big sick care industry and its government shills don't want you to know. Don't be a slave to Big Pharma. Break free of the shackles of big food and start your journey now on a long, purposeful life. Become a citizen of Naturopathic Earth. Here's your host, A. Gregory Luna. Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome back to Naturopathic Earth Radio. This is Nigel, Nigel Liam de Luna, the British Cockney doppelganger of Gregory Luna. And I am here to hijack the radio waves. Yes. Thank you for returning for another podcast. Now, before all my listeners press stop, I will return to my Latino voice. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory. I am back. I am better from my little short-term stint in the sick bay. And today we're going to do a little quickie, have a little quickie, afternoon quickie, and talk about the top five household toxins you must remove now to make your house safer. Now, if you ever look on the internet or you're reading articles, you always see these these great like lead-ins. I mean, the nightly news is notorious, right? You want to find out what's looking in your closet? Listen to Ken's at 10. You want to find out what pedophile is living in your neighborhood? You know, listen to Dan to Dan. But you'll see it on the internet too. It's like, click here to see how this man lost 100 pounds in two weeks. Or click here to see which celebrity you, you know, stole and embezzled money, you know, all these leaders. So, I mean, there's something certain to be said about fear motivating people. And, I mean, if you look at since 9-11, fear has motivated so many people to give up liberties. And Jefferson was the one who said that when you sacrifice liberties for security, you gain neither. So... Since 9-11, I mean, we, we pretty much have just thrown out the Bill of Rights. And, you know, we're all okay with the government in the form of the NSA, among others, eavesdropping on phone calls and reading our text messages and spying us through our cable boxes and our computers, which have the audio and visual component to eavesdrop on us on any time. And if you doubt that, look it up. They have had this technology. So you might want to tape up your cable box so it's not spying on you when you don't want to be spied upon. But anyways, today's a quickie. We're going to do a quickie. Good afternoon quickie here. So really quickly, find us at Naturopathic Earth on Instagram. I posted some videos today, really cheeky ones on kombucha. Kombucha's great. I was just commenting on how a lot of them now are very sugar-laden now because all these, you know, again, big food's smart, right? So they know people are trying to catch onto the zeitgeist that is the booch. And so, of course, they're going to make ones that have tons of sugar because just the, the unsuspecting, ignorant person that we all are, we're just going to grab the first kombucha bottle that looks pretty because marketing made it pretty. We're going to drink them like, oh, my God, this kombucha's not bad after all. I can drink this salt, salty vinegar crap tasting black tea. I can drink this. Hey, kombucha guys, look, look. Come on, Chance. Come on, Zeke. Kombucha's not that bad. Of course it's not bad because they put in tons of sugar, so you're getting almost as much sugar as you would in a can of soda. So remember, when you're looking at your booch, there's two things you need to be looking at. One, very low sugar, no more than five grams of sugar per serving. And the other one is 
how many strands of fungus and bacteria it has. So the more strands, the better it is for the booch. All right, so anyways, at naturopathic underscore earth, at Instagram, naturopathic underscore earth, and then on Twitter and Facebook, at naturopath earth, at naturopath earth. No ick, no ick. All right, and then you can find this podcast at a bunch of places. I think you guys already know where that is. So we live in filth. We are literally inundated with chemicals all day, all night that are injurious to our health. Now, we really don't think about this, but in fact, they've done many studies that show that our indoor air is actually more polluted than our outdoor air. Now, back in the 70s and 80s before the EPA and we had like acid rain and factories are spewing crap into our rivers, definitely our outdoor air was more polluted, especially if you lived in the the current day Rust Belt, so up in the Great Lakes area. But when you think about it day in, day out, think of all the things that you are plugging in or things that are you're spraying inside your house. And we don't ventilate the house. We really don't. At least outside, a breeze can blow that crap out. But inside the house, think of starches that you're using to iron. Think of your, your hairspray. Think of colognes. Think of fabric cleaners. Think of all that crap that we spray, mousse. I used to wear mousse back in the 90s when I had hair. And this stuff just collects on all of our uh, furniture and whatnot. And we breathe this stuff in and we never think about it being bad for us. You know, it has like propylene glycol and sodium lower sulfate and all this garbage. We never, we just, again, if you've grown up thinking that this stuff's in this store, then it must be okay for us. And it's not. It's a bunch of toxic crap. So today we're just going to nail down on five, five things that if you did today would infinitely improve your health. Now, it doesn't mean you won't die of lung cancer tomorrow, of course, but it would infinitely improve your health. All right. So number one, turn off your router every evening. Turn off your router every evening. Now, aside from the ancillary benefit of thwarting your kids from going online at night doing who knows what, turning off your router minimizes the electromagnetic frequency coursing through your house. Now, there is a condition called electromagnetic sensitivity. And uh, a lot of people have this and don't know about it, kind of like food allergies. That's why the elimination diet is so important. But some people who have EHS, as they call it, have insomnia, chronic fatigue, headaches, migraines, concentration issues, memory learning, heart and immune system problems, joint pain, rashes. These are all classic signs of EHS. And again, we are doused in electromagnetic radiation all the time. Think about it. Every place that we go to has Wi-Fi now, right? Every place, every restaurant, every business. Me at school, there's gigantic routers in every room for the sake of convenience for Wi-Fi, right? Improved connectivity. And of course, all of our phones give off this crap. And now we have smart devices. They just recently put in smart meters, electric meters in a lot of houses. And there's been a major protest and people in the cognizenti or in the know that they don't want these smart readers in their in their electric meter. You know, beforehand, the dude would have to come every month and read. But now with the smart meters, they, they don't have to do that. Or I think, I think the way they sell it is that it's just more efficient, right? Just like the compact fluorescent toxic light bulbs that they want us to buy. It's kind of the same thing. But smart devices are problematic. Now, most of you guys have smart TVs, right? Now, they have smart refrigerators. 
I mean, the point eventually is that every device is going to be smart. Even some places will give you, electric companies will give you smart thermostats, right? And they'll be like, we'll give you a free thermostat and install it. And you're like, yay, big brother, yay. And you don't think about it, but they, and again, it's in the fine print, right? Just like with drugs and we never read the inserts. The fine print is they can control your thermostat from afar. So like in the summer when it's 102 degrees here down in South Texas, and you want to lower your thermostat, sorry, Big Poppy is going to raise it back up and you can't control it. Sorry. So aside from like the kind of libertarian issue behind it, there's a lot of studies coming out on cell phones. And really, we should just have a separate podcast on cell phones, really. But I'm, I'm just talking more about just in your house. So look, if you live in the room where your router is located, it's very important that you don't sleep near it. It's ideally best to have your router in a room where no one is sleeping. It's ideal if you just turn off the router, because honestly, why do you need the router on after 10 o'clock? Okay. Now, true, your kids could be on their phones, but that's a whole separate issue, whether or not your kids should even have unregulated use of their phones. I would say no, it's a horribly bad idea. And I know a lot of you probably do it, but in retrospect, you wish you had never given your kid a smartphone because now it's like Pandora's box. And now you just are trying to minimize the effect of their addiction. So if any of you have very young kids, fight against the stem of Hollywood garbage that's pushing you to give your kids a smartphone in the name of security. Like my students will be like, well, Mr. Luna, what'd you do back in the old days when there was an emergency? It's like, well, what do you think we did? I mean, first of all, what do you think they did before Alexander Graham Bell invented the phone? But what do you think we did up into 2004? You know, at school, if there was an emergency, your parents would call the school and the school would contact you. I mean, how is it any different? It literally saves two minutes for the school to contact you I'm sorry, the school to contact the admin and the admin sends somebody to get you as opposed to them contacting you directly if there's a legitimate bona fide emergency. So that whole idea about it being emergencies is kind of BS, total BS. Don't ever get your kids a phone just for the small chance that there's an emergency because you're opening a Pandora's box. Trust me. And we will have another podcast on the increases of tumors and hip fractures and infertility due to electromagnetic radiation from your cell phones. But today I'm just talking about turning off your your router, especially if you suffer from insomnia or any of the aforementioned things that I mentioned, the rashes, the lack of concentration, brain fog, chronic chronic fatigue and all these things, even heart palpitations. So a lot of these are actually symptoms of allergies too. But So turn off your router at night. And on your phones, keep them on airplane mode. I mean, honestly, you don't need your phone on all night when you're sleeping next to it because, again, it emits electromagnetic radiation, uh, which is not good for you, which I'll explain at another time. Number two, remove food with food dyes. Now, I have an article solely on food dyes, so I could spend... I. You know what? I'll probably just spend a, just it, my own podcast on food dyes. But food dyes, I think a lot of you know, are problematic. As to why they put in the food dyes, we'll keep that to another podcast. But most of you are familiar with red number 40. But there's you know green, yellow, number six, blue, number four. And there's a bunch of them. Just in short, food dyes have been connected to behavioral disorders, namely ADHD and ADD and autism-like spectrum disorders. Learning impairment, for example, even aggressiveness. They've also been connected to different types of cancers in animals. They are highly problematic. You need to get these out of your house, especially if you already have a kid that is hyperactive. You've got to purge the pantry. This is one of the most important reasons 
if you listen to the past past, past podcasts on purging your pantry and fridge as to why you need to get them out. Food dyes are toxic crap. And be aware of caramel color. You know, people might, you know, have the know-how to read the ingredient list in the back, but they don't, they think caramel color comes from caramel. Oh, like molasses. No, it's just another special code name for, you know, another food dye. They didn't want to name it like brown number 11. So like, let's give it caramel color. And caramel colors in all sodas. It's on all Cokes or pop, as they say. But chips, crackers, candies. I mean, there's just, just everything's got food dyes. Almost everything. So what I would say, I would say to you, the solution on that is opt for foods that use natural food dyes. Now there's like, oh, Amy's. Amy's is a brand that kind of sells natural, um, like Indian food and burritos and Mexican food and ma- macaroni and, and cheese. And so, some places will dye theirs with with turmeric or paprika. I mean, those are great. Or just avoid prepackaged food altogether and just go paleo. But I know that's unrealistic. But just be aware that food dyes are very problematic. I did bring up the Kraft macaroni and cheese a few years ago, how they promised to get it out of... And they were so specific, too. It's like, so, that, so there was like this consumer complaint about, oh, there's too much... Uh, you got to take off food dyes out of macaroni and cheese. And so Kraft bowed down. And they took it out only out of certain Kraft macaroni and cheese, you know. So, and then the parent, the moms look, oh, thank you. Thank you, Kraft. We love you, Kraft. Thank you. Oh, let's bow to the master. It's like, okay, well, what about all the years that you were putting it in there? Not to mention they kept it in a lot of the other package ones, like the microwave ones. Not to mention, they, of course, keep uh, having MSG in all of the cheesy packets of macaroni and cheese, you know. But it's a it's a total bait and switch, just like with BPA and BPS. It's like, oh, we'll take it out of one hand and just put it in with our other hand. Wink, wink. You won't know because you're just an idiot consumer. And that's how they view us, guys. Idiot consumers. And you know what? As a whole, we are. We are idiot consumers. The majority of the American population are idiots when it comes to what they put in their mouth. And I'm not saying this in a holier-than-thou way, because Lord knows I was that way all the years that I was overweight. But we're stupid. We're stupid. We don't allocate the proper time into going into what's the most important thing. And as I tell my students, like all of you have different aspirations. Some of you want to be a lawyer, a doctor, a painter, a poet, whatever. But we all have the one commonality that we all want to live a long life that's quality, a quality long life. And to get that, you need to avoid doing stupid things. Like at the book of Ecclesiastes, one of the great signs, or one of the great verses is that I wear my golden hair like a crown. And what's, what it means, essentially, stupid people don't live a long time. Okay, so when you get old and, and you're, you're getting old, hey, you lived a very prudent life. Now, you might have lived a boring life maybe, but you were prudent. And prudent people tend to live longer as opposed to those who are you know, climbing Mount Everest at 18 in, in the middle of the winter or something like that. So there's something to be said about being prudent. But we all want to live a quality life, and part of that is avoiding crap. So allocate your time properly. But for those who don't, you know, I'm here to tell you all these things. All right, number three. Three, remove all scented candles. As much as we love that oatmeal cookie or vanilla spice or all the ones they have in the fall, uh, we all know that there isn't some factory worker who's chopping up cookies or capturing beach air to put them in the candles. Okay, we know that's not going on. They're just chemicals that are mimicking those smells. 
Most scented candles contain paraffin, wax, and fragrances. Fragrances is something that you find in pretty much every cosmetic, every uh, lotion or toiletry. And again, it's got hyper hypoallergenic issues. And again, if you're sensitive to fragrances, it's even more problematic. That's why you see a lot of organic products saying fragrance-free. A lot of candles, too, when you light them, they emit benzene and alkenes and alkenes, and those are all known carcinogens, especially benzene. Benzene's been known to be a carcinogen for quite some time. Uh, they're also linked to asthma, allergies, and developmental issues. So scented candles are a problem. They all smell great, but, I mean, we all like the way they smell, but just know, okay, those chemicals come at a cost. It's, it's the same thing. There isn't, some, there isn't some dude that's chopping up sour cream and chives and putting a lid on each of the chip at some factory. These are chemicals. Well, the chemicals are not natural. They're, they're fake. They're fake. And more often than not, they're crappy. And even the low-level people at the FDA who are well-intentioned, they get something like 350 food chemical patents a month that they have to approve, and they, they don't have the time to approve it. And then the higher-level FDA people are just revolving door. You know, if you look at the high-level people in the FDA, most of them come from big food and big pharma and big medicine, and then they just spend a little time there, the head of the FDA, and then they go back to big food or big pharma, then they spend a little time um, over in some, some lobbyist group. So it's just like this sick revolving door. So don't think anybody in the FDA is looking out for you. And those who can, they don't, they're impotent. They don't have enough power there. So solution for the scented candles is go for unscented, even though they don't smell that great, because everybody has to admit just the, the look of candles is beautiful. Like go to an old church, an old Catholic church. Like if you ever go to Europe or Latin America, it's just beautiful how they just bathe the lights. Everybody likes darkened room with candles and it's infinitely better than toxic fluorescent light. Uh, the other option is make your own candles or buy ones that have beeswax because beeswax is okay. It doesn't have paraffin. So paraffin's problematic because there's they have some lead in the wicks. Number four, air out all your new furniture. Some of you already know this, but there's something called volatile organic compounds. Volatile organic compounds, VOCs. I think you guys are most familiar with the VOCs when it comes to paint. You see, like at Home Depot, the VOC-free paint. So what, what it is is this. A lot of these company, companies, and most of them are coming from China and Vietnam and India and Bangladesh, because that's where 99, 99% of our furniture is made. Not to mention our clothes and everything else, because we've shipped all our industry abroad a long time ago, thanks to NAFTA and you know, honestly, prior and after. But uh, the cribs, the couches, the tables, the armoires, the entertainment desks, they're all sprayed with shiny veneers, chemicals to make them look good. Um, they're also spraying, sprayed with flame-retardant chemicals. And a lot of these are done, for, you know, ostensibly for good reasons. They don't want things to catch on fire and burn, or they're done to make your thing look nicer. But these are all sprayed with chemicals that are collectively called VOCs. And VOCs have been connected to respiratory conditions, like a lot of coughing and sinus issues, migraines, even liver and central nervous disorder issues. And there's even been some studies linking them to cancer in animals. So can we avoid VOCs? Not really, because you can get VOC paint, VOC-free paint, which is great. But again, unless you're going to antique stores and buying furniture that's you know at least five to 10 years old, all this crap is emitting it. So like the worst thing that you can do, and I made this mistake with my first child, 
you know, you buy a mattress on a crib and you let them sleep on it the first night, they're inhaling all those VOC straight into their nose. So the solution here is if you're going to buy, quote, you know, new furniture, air it out, air it out in the garage. I know it's tempting because you just want that new piece of furniture and you want to try it out and you want to put it in that new couch, but you got to air it out a couple of weeks. And if you don't believe me on this, look at your new, look at your couch and there's always a tag there and it'll say sprayed with flame retardant chemicals as approved by the state of California. Because the state of California actually is pretty um, stringent on, on labeling things with chemicals. That's why if you ever see things, and, and we'll have a podcast on, on chemical cleaners like 409, how they have to put this product contains chemicals that, in the, that cause cancer in the state of California because the state of California has mandated that any products that have known carcinogens have to be labeled on it. But again, we're not reading the labels. So I mean, they even explicitly say this contains chemicals that are carcinogenic. But we're like, do 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 do. So air out your furniture, or if you can buy VOC-free items. Our right, last one is remove non-stick or Teflon cookware. Now, we all have used Teflon, right? Teflon's great because it doesn't stick. It's just so convenient, right? You can flip your pancakes and all that good stuff. But what a lot of you guys don't know, it has PFOAs, and this is perofluorooctanoic acid. And we've known since like the 50s, honestly, that PFOA and other, it, PFOA is like a, a, a type of PFASs, which are polyfluoro, polyperfluoroalkyl substances. Okay, these are all chemicals of chemicals. And PFASs have been linked to testicular and kidney cancer, liver malfunction, endocrine problems, thyroid disruptions, high cholesterol, obesity, low birth weight, and other stuff like that. So you're like, well, why, why do they allow Teflon? Well, okay, why do you think they allow Teflon? Because it makes a crap load of money. Now, not that long ago, the EU banned Teflon. And the last I checked is that it, Teflon is going to be banned in the United States in 2017 okay they made this decision like in 2011 and they're like okay in six years we'll ban teflon but this gives you an example ladies and gentlemen of how corrupt our government is so they put in the stipulation to give these makers like dupont right all these these big chemical makers god dupont's been one of the alcoa these companies they've been the ones who put fluoride in our water back in the 1930s but they give these companies six years six years to phase out the Teflons, the PFOAs, so they can maintain their profits, right? If they really cared about our health, ladies and gentlemen, they would ban it completely and quickly. Now, they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to ban it in like six years while more people are exposed to these carcinogens and more people are just going to accrue this toxic load that they're getting from 5,000 different household and food carcinogens to the point where they'll get sick. But then they're like, yeah, and they're like the villain with the mustache, twirling the mustache. Yeah, but that's what we want. We want them to get sick. Yeah, so they'll have to get on big pharma drugs and big hospital and get on chronic medications for the chronic condition. <laughs> and they're all like laughing like all the villains and Dr. Evil's crew, like number one and fat bastard and and mini mean all of them and frow on austin powers i mean that's literally how it is guys is that they really gave a crap about how they would have banned teflon now but they're like oh we'll give it six years yeah so six years we'll ban it so the solution is 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 there's a lot of 
uh, cookware now that is labeled, you know, PFOA free, PFAS free. Uh, so that's great. So you can go to Target or Target or any of these places and you can find them because, again, the awareness is coming out, which is great. Uh, you can always go old school cast iron. That's always been great. Stainless steel is pretty good too. Okay, so those are those are a couple solutions there. So that is all I have to say today. If you want to review the things I talked about, turning off your router, taking out the food dyes, taking out scented candles, air out all your new furniture, remove non stick or Teflon cooker. So that's all I have for today. Nigel Ian is back to say cheerio, goodbye. Peace out. Say your prayers. Thank you for listening to NPE Radio and Holistic Health News. Visit our website at naturopathicearth.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Holistic News Now and at our Facebook page at Naturopathic Earth. Please consider a donation at patreon.com slash naturopathic earth. Buy the confessions of an obese child ebook on Amazon or Barnes and Noble Nook. Consider subscribing to our podcast. And as always, please post an honest review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to this. And remember the core belief at NPE. Let food be thy medicine. Let nature be thy healer. Until next time. Music courtesy of Nine Inch Nails.